This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRVI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Now, broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza, here is your host, Bryce Kendrick. Our great friends at Ison's Family Pizza. I'm Bryce Kendrick, and I'd like to take a moment to thank a few of our other sponsors, Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Coming up later on, we have one special audio feature from the boys' basketball st- uh, semi-state we covered on Saturday, and we have East Central girls basketball coach Kevin Moore, along with players Hope Fox and Josie Trable, who have been named Indiana All-Stars for 2022. That's a bit later on in the show. But we are now joined once again by Clint Bowman, second-year head coach of the Jacksonville Boys program. Coach, welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks a lot, Bryce. I was hoping to have a bunch of my guys here talking about another big win, but um, I'm here by myself to talk about great season and a, and a really fun game that we played on Saturday. All the boys bailed on you because yep. they didn't get the win. They didn't <laughs> want to be with Coach, you know, for, for one more coach's car. We could totally understand, and I really do appreciate you coming in because I, we are going to talk about the game on Saturday, but this has just been an outstanding season for your program. So we're going to we're gonna try to cover everything in here in the time that we have. Um, let's go back to that semi-state game. We'll, we'll, we'll do that first. Uh, 60-47, the final score against number 2 North Davies. And in trying to summarize the game from as succinctly as I possibly could, could i thought defense and ball protection by north davies really made the difference in that game yeah it was very frustrating um you know we just couldn't couldn't get it from them they uh they did you know that we knew that was their style that that's how they play all year um you know we, we our goal was to try to get them sped up and and kind of playing at our pace and and we just were not able to do that and um we, you know we had zero transition points uh, we had uh least amount of field goal attempts on the season uh, we had our fewest number of rebounds on the season. Fewest um, number of points. The fewest number of points. Uh, yeah, when you're not getting turnovers and, and, and transition baskets and you're only getting 37 shots, yeah. um, that's just we average about 52 shots a game. And and uh, so it was very, very frustrating. But, you know, that, that was – we knew it was going to be a battle of styles yeah. and we we're going to see who, whose style can kind of play out. But, you know, I think they would have ran with us a little bit if we were able to ever get a lead – at any point, and, uh, you know, that was kind of our strategy. Like, I thought if we got a lead there in the beginning of the game, if we get up five to seven points, you know, we were going to switch defenses and, and play a little 3-2 zone. I thought uh, the, uh, they had some trouble with that against Edinburgh, and, and they then they then it's like, okay, then chew up the clock, you right. know, but uh, we hit that first three, and they came right back down to hit one, and that was it. That was our <laughs> only lead of the game, so we led for about 20 seconds, and yeah. And uh, they're good while last. Yeah, they're very well. I, I was feeling pretty good. I was like, well, that worked pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So, um, but they're there. I, you know, you're, you're going to be hard pressed to find a team that where you got five guys that are so disciplined with the ball and just never made a mistake. That, wow. uh, you know, that we'll, we'll probably get into some of the ones that we're, we almost got. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, you, you use the term frustrated, and I mean, it's I mean, it's evident. You were mentioning, you know, season low, season low, season low. But uh, if if you just looked at your shooting stats and said, man, we hit 50% from the floor, you think, oh, I, I like my chances. Yeah. You just didn't get those extra opportunities that, you, that you needed. None. And, and when you told me uh, you know, in the post-game interview that they had one turnover, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, and then on the ride home, I was thinking, I, and I kept thinking, I'm like, well, that one went out of bounds on us. And, and that one they ended up tipping over and getting the layup. And that one we didn't get. And, and it was true. that they, they had one turnover. It was with... 
you know, three minutes to go in the game. Right. You know, Justin Swinney made a, a break on a ball when we were trapping, and and it was a big one. That was yeah. they got us three points to cut it to one. But you know, when a team, you know, that the Jalen Mullen kid is just really good. Um, but all those other guys, they just they never forced anything. They never made a mistake, and and uh, and yet we were right there. No question. Uh, it, it 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 was a great game to watch, and uh, and the final score certainly isn't indicative of that game. Uh, you're, we're really talking about a couple of possessions uh, late late in the game that could have made the difference. And you and I were talking before we came on tonight, and and uh, again uh, the fact that. You only came away with one turnover, but you guys were so close so many times, and just any one of those plays could have flipped the game in your favor. Yeah, we. It, it, I didn't watch the game back until this morning, and there was a reason because it was hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was just so many balls where we got a hand on it. Um, sometimes we got uh, two guys got a hand on it. Sometimes three, and the ball just always seemed to bounce their way. You know, right. it was just one of those games where. We're in good position for a rebound, and it bounces to their one guy that's kind of in an odd spot, and he gets the rebound. Right. And, and uh, you know, just we just uh, you know our length gave a lot of people a lot of problems. It did not bother them one iota. They were uh, just very good ball handlers, and, and it was it was a one possession one possession game. I think if we get a stop stop there and we and we get a lead. Um, you know they're going to run. They're not going to change. They were going to run. They might have ran the clock down for one shot, and it might have come down yeah. to, to if they make or miss. And you know we get a rebound, hit a couple free throws, and win. So. Yeah, and not not only did they handle the ball very well, but but especially uh, late, uh, they did a good job recognizing the defense and finding the hole in the defense, which you hope that they don't find. But they they hit it on a couple of, of consecutive yeah. possessions, and and give them credit for that. Yeah, we it was so you know just we had to gamble a little bit and. And you know we're getting that's that's a tough defense to play. We played it the whole fourth quarter. Um, you know Justin made a great play to get the one steal, and, and then Wyatt just you know bombed one in from thirty feet to cut it to one, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> that, that that part was fun to rewatch. It, that was really it was loud and and it, it, it was it was kind of neat to watch myself because I was walking towards half court with my hand in the air, yeah. and when it went in, that was pretty exciting. And so when you're watching that back, did you hit that like the back ten seconds button? Back yeah, 10 I, seconds I, button, I, I might have watched that part a couple times, but. <laughs> But you know, you know, and and that's how much confidence their coach has in in their ability to make good decisions. You know, I, I think ninety nine out of a hundred coaches call timeout there and get their guys settled. And there was no timeout. He just said twenty two, and and they ran the. You know, they 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 were cutting uh, Jalen Mullen, the the guard that's really good through the middle, and then he would come out to the wing, and they'd kind of overload that side. Justin came up to to try to take it from him because that's where they've been throwing the ball. And thirty-two just cut on the baseline behind him, and the kid made. I mean, there's not many kids that we have played against. Uh, uh, the the Wilson kid made an unbelievable pass. Um, I don't know how he saw him. Honestly, um, <laughs> it, it wasn't a mistake on defense. Our our defense. It was just, yeah. you know, you you got to gamble a little bit when you're trying to steal it. Sure. And I knew we, you know, on the way home, I was kind of second guessing. Maybe we should have went back to man to man there, but. They would have just ran three minutes off the clock, so and ran the game out. We would have had to foul. So right. um, the, the kid just made a great play. They made one more play, you know, and that's that. That was kind of the neat part about the game is that we knew it was going to be within five points in the fourth quarter. Uh, we were going to have a chance, and, and you know, really, the effort our guys put to to, to cut the eleven point lead down to yeah. one against that team is pretty unbelievable. I mean, they when they get somebody down ten, right? It's Lights out. It's over. So that went from a span of about a minute and a half to go in the third quarter is when they went up eleven, and then with about three and a half to go, that's when you guys cut it down to one. And as hard as you guys worked to get back, and what a great run it was, boy, it shot up 
you know, eight <laughs> points really, really quick. You had that and one play, and then you had the you had, you had the, turnover, the turnover, and then and, then, and, and you know we were talking about how well they took care of the ball. So we they you they only get, had eight. Yeah, and, and and the sixth one was uh, the one you know with two minutes to go. Right. Uh, we we ran a double screen for Wyatt, and he was coming off. He wanted a three because the kid was really overplaying him, and Matt thought he was going to curl and then threw it inside and set on the outside. The kid got a hand on it when yeah. he laid it in. That was our sixth turnover of the game. And so it wasn't like we were coughing it up. Yeah. We played really well. Um, you know, I, I told you it's going to take a really good team to beat us. And, it, I, you know, I don't know if it, that is a really good team. And I don't know if they threw a perfect game, but it was about a, a one-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they played really well. They, they played as well as they, they could have possibly played. And, and yep. you mentioned you mentioned 22, and you, I know you were referring to, to Collins. But um, thinking of Coach Dalrymple of North Davies, uh, this is his 22nd season, and this is North Davies' first ever trip to a yeah. state finals. And, and so I mean, from that, you know, not you, yeah. but you got, you got a good guy that's that's coming out of that semi-state that's that's taking a, a, a good team and yeah and you, you could tell what it meant to their community sure. you know there was for for two schools that have you know 500 kids combined uh, you know I, I don't know how many people it wasn't full but it was pretty close there was there was a, a, a lot of people there and, and so for you know for somebody that you know has been to that game you know that was his third trip and and he's a Rushville guy you know I'm like uh, so I we have some mutual people that we know and and uh, so, you know, I'm happy for them. You know, they, they deserve it. They played that well all, almost all season. And, right. And they're going to represent Southern Indiana uh, really well, and we're going to be rooting for them to, to, to win next Saturday. Well, we wish them the best against LCC, that's for sure. Uh, Coach, uh, let's, let's go big picture now. On the whole, uh, team gets 22 wins. You win four different championships. You win the Ripley County, the ORVC, uh, the program's 14th sectional and 5th regional. And uh, to throw in the mix uh, down the stretch, you had a, a winning streak of 12 consecutive games. That's a, that's a good season by anybody's standards. Yeah, well, you know, when you, 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 when you get that close and you come up a little short, you know, it's obviously very disappointing. But by any measure, it was a successful year. You know, we had first Ripley County tournament since 07. First time we won the RBC since 11. First sectional since 15. First regional since 09. I'm impressed um, you got all these numbers memorized. Well, the i got to write everything down. This is why I'm so far behind in all the other things <laughs> in my life, because this is all I've been thinking about. So, uh, it's, uh, to, and then to do, to do all those in one year, and, you know, it's pretty amazing. The only, the only other time Jacksonville's done that was 1969. So, well, we, here, look on the bright side, coach. Next year, if it happens, you know, if it happens, if fortune happens again, he said, oh, it just happened last yeah, year. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's what, that's what worries you as a coach. And, you know, and I understand how few and, or how hard it is to do these, some of these things. And, and the, the opportunities don't just, they're not there every year. And, and so when you have a chance to, to win the whole thing, you know, you, you got to grasp, grab it and, yeah. and take it. And, you know, we just did, we came up, you know, a game or two short, and, but I, you know, I was proud the first, very first practice. I, I, you know, we're, we're staying around the huddle in the middle of the floor and, and I asked, Hey, what are, what are our goals? And, you know, they named off the conference and the County attorney and the sectional. And I said, well, all those things get us on that wall. You know, right. if you've been in our gym, you see all the pictures and, right. and over there in that corner, I said, but you know, we want to be on this wall where the state championship teams are, and and I don't know if they really believe me, but I, I knew there was nobody that we couldn't beat on the right day in one day. I I I'd done my research. I knew who was coming back. Um, so I, I'm glad that I was right. Like I'm I'm upset that we came up short, but right. I, I I think we played. I think we showed everybody that that was definitely uh, we definitely belonged and. 
it was it was so much fun. So a lot you, of fun. You, you've had uh, this group of kids, the seniors, since eighth grade. So you've actually been associated with a senior group longer than most head coaches get yeah. the opportunity to do to do so. Talk a little bit about the the growth of the group uh, from when you first had them in eighth grade until uh, until this year. Well, I mean, to be honest, in eighth grade they played a lot like they did the other day. Yeah. <laughs> they were we were really good then, and and I just kind of fell into that. You know, you know, Wyatt was you know. A really good player back then. He was just a little. He probably didn't weigh ninety pounds, soaking wet in eighth grade, and and uh, weighs one hundred five now. Yeah, he? he's well, he, he he's a little <laughs> more. We got some. We have some that weigh less. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, but Wyatt and Caleb were really good players. You know, the, Caleb was basically the same version of himself. He's just smaller, and and um, you know, we lost a few guys that had moved moved away, and um, but the, the the five guys that I ended up with were. You know, I'm just really proud of them. You know, Caleb Simon, Wyatt Day, Justin Swinney. Um, Ryan Wilson and Nathan Hoffman are just they're good kids um, and you know very coachable and and you know the seniors last year they they kind of you know set the foundation of what we wanted to do and, right. and then these guys obviously built on it and and so we think that uh, you know we got Jacksonville basketball back where it's supposed to be and and we're now now the hard part you know that Coach Smith has done so well with the girls is to just do it. Just plug and, yep. and play and do it again. So, well, Coach, um, uh, Coach Moore had said at the end of our broadcast, he said that it's not rebuild, it's reload. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tradition never graduates at Jacksonville. That's You've what got a say. good group coming back. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I said after the game there, Dad, I, I really meant it. I was like, if people think, uh, hey, we, we lost uh, Caleb and Wyatt, uh, Jacksonville's going to be, you know, we don't have to worry about them. They're going to be in big trouble. So, because I, you know, you, you know, a season like this, if that doesn't get the younger guys you know even you know middle school kids sure. and, and little kids if that doesn't get you out in the in the driveway uh working on your game winning and, is contagious it is and um so we're you know we're going to be a different kind of team next year we, you know we, i don't you know the people grow a lot in a year things can change but uh, you know we won't I, we probably aren't going to have two guys where you can just throw them the ball and get out of the way and get me two points when right. you really need it so It'll be probably a little more, uh, a little more structured offensively, but you know I think we'll be really good de- defensively, and 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 it'll just be a different kind of team, and and which is fine, and and, and that's that's your job as a coach is, you know, we, you can't play the same way every year, right. uh, or or you're going to get in big trouble. So um, definitely, I'm, you know, give me another week. I, we all need a break from each other. I told him that on the bus. <laughs> uh, I I said before, you know, Wyatt, he was joking on the bus. He said, Coach, waits on Monday. And I said, well, I don't know, buddy. We, I think we need a break from each other for a week or two. So, But it won't be long, and, and I'll be ready to get right back to it, and, and I'm already looking forward to those kids next year. Well, you have, you have spring coming up here, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention what I saw on Facebook the other day. You throwing a little uh, soft toss to your daughter, uh, hitting, <laughs> hitting, uh, t- swinging the bat in a skirt and cowboy boots. So, uh, one, special. tell me about the softball. <laughs> tell me about the softball. And two, uh, is that the standard outfit for BP? It, it is for Eleanor Bowman. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, she she beats to the, the, the beat of her own drummer. That's for sure. Anybody that has met her um, knows that. And, and you can't help. She's she's hard to handle sometimes, but you can't help but have a smile on your face when you when you get done talking to her. So, I have three little girls. I'm hoping one of them's into basketball. I don't know if that's going to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, uh, your team was certainly a hard team to handle this year, and it, it has been a pleasure to uh, be a, a small part of your journey. Uh, congratulations to you and the Eagles for all their successes, and uh, we look forward to doing it again next year. Yeah, me too. I really appreciate all you, the support that WRBI gives us, and 
And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I was a regular on here. I, yeah. I, I really was wanting to come back next Monday. So, but I think maybe, we're going to get you a director's chair with, you know, like your name on the back. Yeah. Says Coach Bowman. Hey, it. we've been spending so much time together. We probably need a break, too. So, uh, right. yeah, it's been get a lot out of here. Of I, got, I got other things to do, Coach. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I thank everybody that supported us, um, especially the last couple of weeks and made it that exciting for the kids. So, Coach, awesome time. Thank you, bud. Yep. Thank you. Coach Clint Bowman of Jackson Dell. When we come back, you'll hear one of the more exciting segments from Saturday's semi-state when the uh, Eagles battle back from 11 points down in the second half to get within one. That's next on Coach's Corner after this short timeout on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fish Shogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Do you know a student pursuing a career in the medical field? If so, Margaret Mary Health is now accepting applications for their scholarship program. To qualify, students must go to school full-time and maintain a grade point average of 3.5 or higher. Applications are due by March 31st. For more information or to print an application, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org and click on the News and Events page. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Thanks to Jacksonville coach Clint Bowman for joining me in our opening segment. It was nice to reflect on what was nothing short of a tremendous season by the Eagles. I'm Bryce Kendrick, and you're listening to Coach's Corner, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns Gutswiller, and Safe Passage. Coming up in about 15 minutes, I'll be joined by East Central Girls basketball coach Kevin Moore, along with two of his Indiana All-Stars, Hope Fox and Josie Trable. But first, let's go back to Saturday's 1A Final Four. It's late in the third quarter. You'll hear North Davies hit a basket to put the Cougars up 11. Then you'll hear Jacksonville find its way back to get within one during the fourth quarter. Rob Moorhead is with me in Seymour. Day trying for the scoop layup. Missed it. Rebound inside. Brendan Stickles. Outlet to Mullen. Mullen driving, attacking all the way in off the window and good. Huge shot. Timeout. Jacksonville will be a 60-second timeout. And uh, quite the run here by North Davies. They go up 11, 37-26 with 1.43 to play in the third. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Coach Clint Bowman taking a 60-second timeout as he sees his Eagles 
behind the eight ball by the biggest margin of the game to date, 37-26 with 142 to go. Jack does have the basketball. Yeah, one of your leading scorers has gone to the bench with four fouls, too. At least leading today being Devin Grease. Let's see what the Eagles can do here on offense. Need to look to get Simon something inside or, or Day something uh, coming off the screen. Simon cut off at the elbow. Bounce pass on a backdoor cut. Shot off off the window and in. Good finish inside there by Nathan Hoffman. Yeah, Nathan did a nice job getting his hands on the pass and reconnecting with his balance with his feet and getting the ball up off the glass to cut into this lead. Now it's 37-29. Here with 1-8-0-8 to play, Bryce. If Jacksonville sits back, don't, don't be surprised at all if North Davies plays for the last shot. One minute to go here in the third quarter. Eagles need to come out and pressure and try to tune this thing up a little bit. 37-28, the difference at nine. Jacksonville sitting back at the arc at this point. Dickman now coming out to challenge Lance Wilson, and there's some contact up top. Yeah, Dickman's going to pick up the foul, but it's not a bad foul. I don't mind that one a bit. It's going to be his first, only the fourth on the team here in the half. But uh, if you stay back, and Jacksonville is in man-to-man, but if you stay back with a nine-point lead, North Davies is going to stand out here and hold it. So you do run the risk if you come out and put pressure to open up a driving lane, but right now you're down nine. That dictates what you have to do. Down to 36 seconds. Spinning up top is Wilson against Dickman. Dickman staying right with him. Pass off to Logan Wilson. Logan Wilson, right-hand drive. Guarded by Hoffman. Yeah, Logan Wilson's a tough matchup for Hoffman. We'll see if North Davies tries to take advantage of that. Mullen at center circle. 18 seconds to go. Mullen behind the back on the dribble. Swinney staying with him. 12 seconds left. Pass over to Wilson. Logan Wilson handing off to Lance, and Lance had it knocked away on the inside. A really nice tip from behind that time by Matt Dickman. The defender, the the driver got around him. Dickman tipped from behind, knocked it out of bounds. Now 7.3, Bryce. Cougars inbound under their own basket. Mullen looking to throw it in. Gets it into the right corner to Lance Wilson. Wilson off the spin. Four seconds left. They go to Mullen. Three on the way. Off for iron. Ball tipped around underneath, and that brings us to the end of the third. Eight minutes left in regulation. And North Davies leads Jacksonville 37-28. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. With Rob Moran, I'm Bryce Kendrick back here at the Lloyd E. Scott Gymnasium. Eight minutes left in regulation, Rob, and the Eagles trail by nine. Yeah, they've got their work cut out for them here, Bryce, against a team like North Davies who likes to play deliberate. Eagles got to get points and stops, points and stops. Sweeney with it on the far side, and we have a foul on a cut, and I think it's going to be a hand check or a grab by North Davies. Yeah, it is. It's going to go against number 11, Marcus Britton. I think it's his first on the half. That's going to be the team's fourth, but I liked what Jacksonville was doing. They used Wyatt Day to set a cross screen for Caleb Simon, try to get Simon on the block. Day driving, challenges the defense, and gets the spin off the glass for two. Day and double figures with ten. Need more of that, so you got the score. Now you got to get a stop. It's only a seven-point game here, and the Eagles are going 1-3-1 trap. 37-30 with 7.35 to play. Davies will throw it down into the right corner. The cut to the high post. Mullen sneaks inside. He has a clear lane to the basket. That's what makes it so difficult to get against a team with a guard like Jalen Mullen. When you go to a trap like that, it opens up opportunities for Mullen to get to the basket. And he found it. Day will drive. He puts the floater up, and it's another floater from the baseline. Again, quintessential Wyatt Day move right there. 
creating shots off the dribble. Got to get a stop here. Back to a seven-point game with seven minutes to go. Mullen up top will throw it right side over to Devin Collins. Collins looking. Steps away from the pressure. Throws top of the key. Ball knocked away from behind by Dickman. Loose ball on the floor. Davies somehow came up with it. And North Davies is going to call a timeout to save possession. We'll step aside for a 30-second timeout with 6.48 to go. 39-32 North Davies. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 6.48 to play. 39-32 North Davies with the basketball and a seven-point lead. Right, that timeout saved what would have been the first turnover of the game for North Davies. They have yet to turn it over in this one. That's amazing. See, the Eagles can force something with this 1-3-1 trap. Only averaging seven miscues per game this season. And this Mullen kid is just amazing with the basketball. You're not kidding. He has it right now. Guarded by Greaseup. Greaseup back in the ballgame playing with four fouls. Jacksonville nearly forced the turnover right there, but another great save by Mullen. Mullen, a little shovel pass to his left, and we'll get it right back from Lance Wilson. Greaseup being very aggressive out top. He's got the four fouls. Mullen throwing it left side to Logan Wilson. Trapping pressure again by Jackson Dell. A little wraparound pass and a reach in by the Eagles. And by Simon's reaction, Rob, I think it's against him. Yeah, it's against Simon. It's actually better than the other alternative because if it would have gone against the other guy, that would have been Greaseup and he would have fouled out. Instead, it's three on Caleb Simon. He's got a little more room. That is the fifth foul against the Eagles here in the half. Under six to play. Jackson Dell down seven. North Davies with the basketball. High pass thrown crossway to Collins. Collins guarded by Greaseup. Collins trying to draw contact there and possibly foul Greaseup out. Again, playing with four fouls, as Rob mentioned. Right wing pass over to Collins. Collins passes baseline off the block. Shot Dickman inside, but it went right back into the hands of Brendan Stickles. He put it up and in for two. Stickles is a lot stronger in there than people realize, Bryce, and he did a really nice job staying with that one. Here goes Wyatt again. Day went up and under, missed the shot, got his own rebound. Now he's in the middle of three different North Davies players, and there is a tie-up called. And as they peel bodies off the floor, actually a whistle's going to be called here. Yeah, it's going to be a foul against North Davies. It'll be their fifth going against Devin Collins, who just picked up his fourth. Common foul. Jacksonville will have it under their own basket. Justin Sweeney will throw it in. Eagles trailing by nine. Need to get a basket here. 5.23 left. Collins heading out with his fourth foul. Marcus Britton checks back in, Bryce. Number 11. Sweeney looking. Got it in today. Day throws it out top to Simon. Simon, left-hand dribble in the lane, fights his way to the rim, draws contact, and Simon will shoot two. Yeah, that's a nice drive by Caleb Simon. He faked the shot out of the top of the key, went to his left. The foul goes against Logan Wilson, his third, the team's sixth. And Caleb will go to the free throw line for the first time today, Bryce. This is only the third and fourth free throws for the Eagles on the day. Now, he and he and Wyatt have made a living at the free throw line this season, both 140 attempts and 27 ball games. And the free throw is good by Simon, who's knocking it down to the 65% clip this season. Be interesting to see after this make if the Eagles go full court. 5.18 to go. The difference is eight. Second one's on the way. The difference is seven. 41-34. Going to stay with the half court 1-3-1 one, one trap. Greaseup will pick up his man at center circle, and that would be Mullen. It's, a, it's strange to see a team attack this with a five out, but that's basically 
what North Davies is doing. They're, their kids all handle the ball really well. Five minutes to play. Seven-point difference. Mullen trying to split the defenders and gets away from everybody. He found four red shirts in front of him. He said, uh-uh, I'm backing around. And a near turnover. It's oh, It still stays with North Davies. Mullen on the drive. Boy, great defense by Jackson Dallin. It just didn't matter. Yeah, the ball just bounced away in North Davies that time, and that's basketball. Sometimes that happens. Nine-point game at 43-34. Day inside. And he gets the jumper from six. Now, Wyatt Day is a mismatch for North Davies. When Wyatt gets it inside with his back to the basket, they have a hard time stopping him, and Jackson Dell takes a quick timeout, Bryce. We'll spend a 30 with 4.33 to go. 43-36, North Davies. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. This is 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. I'm Bryce Kendrick with Rob Moorhead. We have four and a half minutes left to play. 43-36, North Davies with the ball on top of Jackson Dell. Yeah, Bryce, this 1-3-1 trap, it's, it's forcing North Davies to hurry up a little bit, and they're throwing a lot of deflected passes. They've just been able to come up with them. And now on a drive to the basket by Logan Wilson, Caleb Simon picks up his fourth foul. Simon went uh, mano y mano up top and drew the body contact. That's a big foul too, Rob. Logan Wilson, a 67% free throw shooter on 57 attempts and misses that one, Bryce. Wilson with eight points. First free throws of the game for him. Haven't had many free throws in this game. I think we've got blood on the T-shirt, on the T-shirt, on the jersey right now of Logan Wilson. He runs over to the side. They're going to spray that off and try to clean it off real quick. They're not going to make him sub out, Bryce, since he's the free. And evidently the cleanup was done to everybody's satisfaction. So the 6'3 junior forward will toe the line and see if he can knock down the second one. 43-36. North Davies on top with 4.22 to go. Second one's up and no good. Missed them both, and Simon gets the rebound. A break there for the Eagles. Huge for Jackson Dell. Need to take advantage and get a basket here. Cut it to five, maybe to four. Dickman with it on the right wing. Passes out top to Day. Day against Mullen. He will drive. Splits the defenders. Kick to the corner. Dickman for three. Got it. Dickman from the corner. Huge shot for Dickman. Nice job by Wyatt Day. Drawing the contact and kicking it out. It's a four-point game. Under four to play. 43-39. Pass intercepted by Sweeney. Mullen nearly got called for a foul there. There's the first turnover of the game for North Davies. Another huge break for Jackson Bell. And the 341 Eagle Faithful Rob on their feet. Day for three. He hit it. Oh, my. One-point game. Jackson Bell with a huge comeback here, 43-42. Day with nine points in the fourth quarter, 3.25 to go, it's 43-42. And there's a near interception by Day, and they're going to get a a kickball up top. Yeah, it was kicked. I think Caleb Simon maybe got his foot on it. Wyatt Day had timed it up. He was looking to take it the other way, but uh, keep it with North Davies. 3.20 left. The Eagles battling back from what was an 11-point deficit at 37-26 late in the third quarter. It's a one-point game. Talk about scores and stops, Bryce. That's what the Eagles have been getting. And those two missed free throws by North Davies were huge. Do the Eagles get another stop? They try to trap up top. Davies still with possession. Mullen with it right wing. Goes across the free throw lane. Shot or pass to the left side. No shot taken. 
Out is Greasep on Mullen. Throws it over to Lance Wilson. Wilson staring at a couple of defenders. He'll fire down the middle. Nobody home. And an easy lay-in and a foul. It was a great comeback by the Eagles, but that basket by North Davies was followed by an and-one free throw, then a steal and a score, and then an offensive putback. That puts seven quick points up on the board for the Cougars to get their lead back up to eight. Jack was forced to foul. North Davies made its free throws and went on to win by 13. The Eagles played well, but the Cougars' defense and ball protection won North Davies its first-ever boys basketball semi-state. After this short timeout, I'll be joined by East Central Girls basketball coach Kevin Moore, along with his two Indiana All-Stars, Hope Fox and Josie Trable. This is Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fish Shogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwasher, Scarings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Endured 23 plus years of abuse. Mentally, physically, emotionally, everything you can imagine. Because I put on a happy face and I wasn't allowed to air our dirty laundry. Safe Passage knows what domestic and sexual violence looks like. And it's not just a black eye or a bruise. It is about power and control, be it physical, emotional, verbal, isolation, or financial abuse. Text Hope Chat to 877-733-1990 for free help. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. The Eagles, a great run against a Cougar team, which had defended Jack well all day. But the Eagles just couldn't extend that run to get them over the top as North Davies scored those seven quick points to put the game away and then put the game away at the free-throw line. But, uh, again, what a great year by the Jacksonville boys. I'm Bryce Kendrick, and you're listening to Coach's Corner, hosted by our great friends at Ison's Family Pizza. It's also brought to you in part by Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. For our next two segments, we have a few members of a local girls basketball program who have had a great season in their own right. I'm joined by East Central Head Coach Kevin Moore, along with players Hope Fox and Josie Trable. Ladies and gent, good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Bryce. It is so great to have you. Coach, we're going to start with you, uh, 14th season with the Trojans, and your success actually very comparable with uh, Jackson Dell. Uh, you guys finished 22-5. and five. Jack also had 22 wins. You won an in-season tournament at Scott Bur- Scottsburg. Jack won the Ripley County. You swept the EIAC. Jack won the ORBC the same way. Uh, you had 11-win 11-game winning streak late in the season. Jacksonville had 12, and the big one, you pulled off a third straight sectional championship in what is just a meat grinder of a sectional 4A, sectional 14. Big picture, 20,000-foot level, that's a, that's a pretty darn good year. Oh, without without question, you, you come into uh, 
the season after the the June that we had, and you know, we we, uh, we use that as kind of a preseason. We go around the entire state, uh, north, south, central. We try to play in a variety of events, some of the top teams around the state of Indiana, and kind of gives us an idea of where we're at, mm-hmm. um, things that we're good at, things that we need to improve upon. And throughout the year, you know, we had some spells where offensively we we struggled to score it, um, but our defense was always consistent. Uh, our effort was always there. The kids. The kids bought into the game plans, um, which you know they can talk a little bit more about as we get going here. But we we uh, we alter our game plan to who we're playing, and, and the, I put a lot of faith in these kids to know that. Um, you know, we played three different defenses in our sectional, uh, mm-hmm. and, and knowing that these kids can do that, that that allows us the, the best chances to win. So. The, the one thing Jack did that we did, and they played one more weekend. They did, they, yes. They, and hopefully we're able to do that next year. Yeah, so Coach was reflecting on, you know, because he, he had memorized, like, the last time they did X, Y, and Z, and I said, well, it'll be easier next year if you repeat. He said, well, we just did it last year. Yeah. Yes, but three in a row, Coach, I mean, that that's incredible, especially in that sectional, so hats off to you guys. Um, Josie Trable, uh, Coach was talking about defense, and, and Coach and I have talked about it this season. I've always been impressed with the way that this team plays defense. I'm sitting in front of two kids that can really score the basketball, but I think there's probably a, a great sense of pride that you have when you can shut down a, t- a team defensively. Um, yeah, I think um, a lot of times, um, a lot of teams like us, we like to you know, turn our defense into offense, You know, get out in transition. That's really where, where we get a lot of our points, so... Um, you know, just getting in the passing lanes and being aggressive on the defensive end and sticking to the game plan. Um, you know, every time that they put together a scouting report or coaching staff, it always um, it always either works or we adjust it to work. Um, and then, really, we just we just take pride in that and then um, get out on the other end and, and convert. Well, one of the things, uh, Hope Fox, that, uh, that that has been a hallmark of this team is the, is the success that the team has had in the conference. I mean, you have been. I mean, this is your fourth and final year with East Central. You've gone through. Uh, four conference seasons in the EIAC, and collectively, uh, this group of seniors have have only lost once. I mean, that's that's a heck of an accomplishment. Yeah, it really is. And ever since we were freshmen, like Coach Moore, he's helped us. Like he's he's taught us at a young age to buy into the scouting report because that's what matters the most. And playing as a team, because if you if you just have one player, like you can shut them down. But as a team, everyone can score. Everyone can play defense. Right. So. It's really a team effort, and we've kind of, like, become closer throughout the years. So. You know, he, he wants you to buy into the scouting report because they put, like, maybe 10 or 15 minutes into every scouting report to, to get you guys ready for a particular team. Do you, do you believe yeah. that? No, they put in – they put in – they let us know. They put in a lot of work, like, not just Coach Moore, but all the assistant coaches right. and all the, like, little things, like right. little plays and – out of bounds, just like everything we need to know about their tendencies. Right. So, and and Coach Hope brings up a great point. She mm-hmm. mentioned she mentioned the term assistance, and you've got a great group with you, and and everybody. I mean, just like players on the team who all have a certain role, you've got assistants that are also assigned certain responsibilities. Talk a little bit about your staff and what they do. Yeah, no, and, and the big part of that is the retention rate. So we've had the same assistant staff for a long period of time. Right. Um, so. When I say this drill or this is our philosophy of, of this, they immediately know what I'm talking about. So it's not like I'm having to teach the assistants as well. But, you know, Coach Baker uh, and Coach Swinney, they have been the lead varsity assistants. And um, the, the amount of film work that they do, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I watch film on every team, but I split up the uh, opponents throughout the assistants um, with, with with those two uh-huh. along with Coach Shaver and, and Coach Johnson, Coach J.P. Jackson and Packer. But – 
those two guys, they have our conf, uh, conference schools and our sectional schools. Right. Those are the ones that, that are the important ones to us. But, right. you know, that, that those are the things that you see, or excuse me, that you don't see that they're doing behind the scenes. They're also coming on Saturday mornings to do the youth stuff. They're staying on Mondays and Wednesday nights and closing up the gyms after the youth practices in the spring and the summer and the fall. They're there, uh, and that goes for everybody. Coach, Coach Johnson's been with me uh, the whole 13 years that we've been here. Um, he does a great job at the JV level. I mean, we've won like 80% of our JV games over the years. So, you know, we, we have a cliche uh, phrase, trust the process. Right. And that is the process. So when kids are ready to play varsity basketball, whenever that may be, um, you know, we're pull and plug. That's, right. That's the way we look at it. And um, Coach Shaver does a lot of the stuff that you see on social media, a lot of the graphic work. He, uh, and then Coach J.P. Jackson does a lot of the, the huddle work for us. So I can't do all that stuff alone. And, you know, to compete at a level that we try to compete at, um, I have a lot of really good people behind me. Well, you're a smart guy because it's stuff like that does need to be divided up because it can simply be overwhelming, especially at a varsity level program. Um, Josie, uh, co- one thing that I remember Coach talking about uh, with you in particular was that he, he described you as a gym rat, and you have spent a lot of time in the gym. And uh, and I want actually, Ope, I want you to talk about this too, but there has been kind of this invitation where the younger kids can get to come in and, and be part of the program. Talk about what it's like having the younger kids in there and, and uh, things that you see out of the younger kids, maybe things that they're trying to absorb or how they, how they can participate. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I started out with East Central in, in third grade in their, in their rec league, actually, um, so I've been here a while, too, and it's it's just kind of something that comes full circle for me, you know, mm-hmm. like, when I was when I was that age, I look up to those um, those high schoolers at the time that were coaching me, and then um, I got to watch a couple, couple of them go and play in college as well, and then just to see those younger ones um, looking up to me the same way I looked up to, to those before me, it's just, um, it's really something special, and and um, I'm really, really glad. This is this something that everybody really wants to be a part of. Yeah, and, and hope. I, I, I think maybe, maybe one way to sum it up, and and you can certainly express your your thoughts or that might differ than what I'm getting ready to say. But when you have an opportunity at a really young age to get a taste and a feel of a varsity program, it you you get this sense of probably this sense of inclusion and a sense of family almost that at a at a very young age you said, hey, you know what, this is something I want to be a part of. Yeah, you could tell we had some, I think, like, fifth fifth and sixth graders come in, and, like, they weren't scared. Like, we, we invited them in, and they really enjoyed, like, being in the atmosphere that we practice in and uh, just seeing, like, what it takes to, like, be a conference champion or a sectional champion. So, yeah, I, I think it's a great experience for them, mm-hmm. and, like, it's building up our program, and, like, Coach Moore's doing the right thing, so. Yeah, I said the same thing with Coach Bowman. I mean, you know, winning is contagious, and uh, when you, uh, year after year after year, you turn out these big seasons, and, and it's something that gets kids excited, and and I just I just think it's great. I, I have not heard of another program that, and I'm sure there are some that do that, but you're the first that I actually know of him personally that, that really opens the doors up to the younger kids. Josie, um, outside of winning a sectional for a third straight year, what was the biggest win for East Central during the regular season? If you could pinpoint one, you just say, man, that was outstanding. Hmm. Um, and, and you only have 21 others to pick from, so I could have narrowed it down. I could have gone multiple just, choice. No. We could have done it like SAT style. Or maybe, I would say, like, since we have a lot of tough opponents, like, on the schedule, like... I think, um, you know, early in the season, we lost to Columbus East, and that kind of, 
um, that kind of gave us a sense of, well, you know, what are we going to do? And then, um, you know, we played Jennings County, and we got up on them, like, right away. Mm-hmm. That was um, a good one. We, and then we kept the lead the whole game. And, and from that point, I think that was that was one of the best games that we had played all season. And at that point, I was like, yeah, you know, we have the team that we need right. to, to accomplish the goals that we want to get to. Um, but, no, I think that was a huge turning point for us in the season. Well, there were very, very few disappointments on that schedule. But the, was there a game on there during the regular season that you said, you know, I wish we had that one back because that's the one we should have won? Coach, coach is not his head. It's probably all five losses. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple in mind. Go ahead, uh, coach. The, the Bedford game, I thought we had an opportunity to win the game. We just didn't make shots. We took care of the ball. We rebounded very well. I mean, we held them to 47. Um, we just didn't score well enough. And then Mountain Air Dame, who just recently lost for the first time in like 98 games, yep. <laughs> we missed 17 shots from within three feet. Yep. Um, and we were down by four to the number one team in, in the state. Jersey missed 16 of them. <laughs> 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 no, she didn't miss that many. She'll tell you, though. She didn't play all that well in the first half, but she responded well in the second. But th- those, two te- those two games kind of stick out to me. Um, but but that's why we play those games. That's you know we learn even from our our mistakes and yeah. through our losses. Well, it certainly gets you ready for uh, the big stuff, and that is uh, the postseason. We're going to uh, take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the postseason run, and then also talk about a couple of very special accolades for the two ladies there in front of me. That uh, is coming up next here on Coach's Corner after the short timeout on Country One Hundred Three Point Nine WRBI. Oh my. <laughs> That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fish Shogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Is your business network equipped to handle 2022? Get fast, reliable internet now with speeds up to 1 gig. From small storefronts to large enterprise, schools, and healthcare, Great Plains Communications Scalable Technology Solutions are ready to fit your needs. With local teams backed by over a century of experience, local service with a global connection. Contact us today at 833-341-2324 or gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, Thank Isis for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Back once again with East Central Girls Basketball Coach Kevin Moore along with players Hope Fox and Josie Trable. I'm Bryce Kendrick, and you're listening to Coach's Corner, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns Gutswiller, and Safe Passage. All right, we are going to move on to uh, some fun stuff here, and let's talk first about the uh, 4A Sectional 14. Uh, another great run by East Central that uh, ends up with a third consecutive uh, sectional championship. And I uh, hope I'll start with you. Uh, you guys had to play uh, the opening round on 
Tuesday night against Columbus North, and you guys certainly were tested. A 41-38 final, uh, a little closer than you'd like, but uh, you know you get one under your belt. Yeah, we knew going into the game since earlier in the season we beat them by 15 points, I think, mm-hmm. around like double digits. But we beat them earlier, and we knew one of their players was injured. She was going to be back, so it was going to be a completely different game right. with it also being like uh, sectional. So uh, we knew it was going to be a lot more intense. And then once we got settled in and like remembered, like like Josie and I, and like most of the starters have had a lot of experience, like at the section on the sectional floor. So once we got settled in and uh, communicated more, it was it was a good game. And then. Bloomington South, like all that. Right. Well, Bloomington South. Yes, uh, Bloomington South just sitting there in the wings, and you you took care of them uh, quite handily, 71-45. But, Josie, going back to that Columbus North game, uh, as Hope mentioned, you played them earlier in the season. They were without one of their their players. What did you feel in the second matchup with Columbus North that was was truly the difference that got you the win to, to advance to Friday night to play in that semifinal? Um, no, I think we did know going into it, it was going to be a completely different game with, um, you know, one of their players coming back, um, one of their starters, actually. And, um, you know, we actually, I believe, were down at halftime. Um, and we went to the locker room and made some adjustments, um, kind of got some things um, in our minds right. Uh, yeah. I would, I would she's say saying that with a smirk on her face. I know exactly what she wants to say, but she's not saying it right now. And I think everybody can probably infer that yeah. there was a discussion. Just, there was a discussion say, at halftime, we right? Can say, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. We'll we got it. it. We got it. Uh, everybody on the same page going into the second half. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, but no, it was it was a really, really good game. And I think once we got everything under control in the second half, um, and then we came out with the victory. So. Fantastic. Well, Coach, let's jump now to the uh, Columbus East game in the, in the final. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had your game with Columbus East earlier in the season, and there was just a – it wasn't really – well, it certainly was a significant stretch. I don't know necessarily a lengthy stretch where you guys just kind of disappeared, and yeah. that's really where Columbus East won the game the first go-around. Yeah, early on, and then, you know, I think I don't know, third, fourth game of the year, you don't have a lot in by then. Right. You know, from an offensive standpoint, and then they play the matchup zone, so there's – there's a lot of things that we want to do offensively, but you only have you know 16 practices before that game, right? And you you know there's a lot that you need to get on you know get in defensively and, and game plan fundamental shooting. So I, I thought that um, we didn't have a lot in that game, and right. that, that's on me. You know we, we had our base stuff, but we had we had some sets and some alternative um, actions out of our three guard stuff that we ran in the second matchup uh-huh. that I thought gave us better looks that put our kids in better positions to win. Um, at the rim, and we did that. Like um, we scored a lot of points in the paint that night against a team that is really uh, equipped with size. Right. Um, and and we could have done that in the first game, but we didn't. We didn't get the ball where it needed to, and, and that's the adjustments that we made. And then we have really good players that that uh, that took care of the job at the rim. Well, it was uh, it was a great game to watch, and, and we have that for people that would like to listen to the Columbus East uh, game, the the championship game. We have that on our website at wrbiradio.com. Check under the local sports section, and you'll find it there. And I hope as as you go back and you take on Columbus East for a second time, and you come away with that five point victory, uh, third straight year that you guys get to cut down nets in the sectional. If you if you could put the three in order, or let's just say of the three, which which one meant the most to you, the first, second, or the third one? Oh, that's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can. They really, all mean they something. All, yeah, yes. like yeah, the but, first one's obviously like very special mm-hmm. to like 
uh, as a team because we haven't won. It was like 30 years we haven't won a sectional, and we were that's, always that's Coach Morris' fault. You were those. And like we we always talked about winning a sectional, and we finally got it like the year before we lost in overtime. Right. So that win means a lot, and then. Last year's sectional championship, that meant a lot because that was our first time ever being Columbus North, and we lost to them earlier in the season. And then this um, sectional win means a lot because, um, well, as a senior, like, winning a sectional, but, like, as a team, like, three years in a row, I don't think our school's ever done that. And, um, like, just our sectional in general is very tough, and losing to Columbus East earlier in the year, like, we had to come together and find a way to win, so... They all mean a lot. I don't know if I could put them in order, but... Fair enough. Josie, what about you? Oh, I would kind of have to say the same thing. I mean, the first first sectional in Bloomington, um, that was that was definitely something special. Um, and then the next year, um, beating Columbus North for the first time on our home floor, that was... Um, I think that's um, awesome, too. And then, and then this year, I think it was just because we had lost to Columbus East earlier in the season... Um, why that one was so special to me, but yeah, I really, I really couldn't put them in order. Well, Josie just brought something that, that I that just hit mm. me hit me square in the face. You, you won one sectional at home, but more times than not, East Central, regardless of what sport, you guys are typically driving two and a half right. hours west to go play something, and and to do that three times in the same week, yeah. while school is still in session, that's tough. It was, and then you had weather involved three years ago and this year where we were delayed, yeah. uh, and there was points in where we didn't get practice two or three days in a row so that made it even more difficult um yeah so a lot of credit goes to these kids you're on the bus for 14 hours basically right that's amazing well after that i mean it, you know at that point then then you're you're at the regional level and you're and you know, not just happy to be there but uh, you don't mind the drive so much for yeah. the regional because you know it's going to be a, a a one day event uh you take on an outstanding franklin team they get you 78 65 cope what, what did you think was the difference in that game um, Outside of the fact that Franklin's pretty good. They are. No, they, they are. They're really skilled. I thought they shot the ball extremely well from people that were not their primary shooters. Uh-huh. Um, so they outplayed the scouting report in regards to that. But there was a stretch to start the third quarter that probably really cost us the game. Um, we had four straight possessions where we turned it over and they scored. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it ballooned, I believe, to 25 at one point. Yep. And then we battled all the way back to, to seven. And you know, I've, I've heard from a number of people um, – that, you know, we just ran out of time because the momentum was certainly on our side. Yeah. Um, I would just love to have that uh, that three minute stretch of the third quarter back. And um, but you know you, you can't do that against quality teams like that. Yeah. And and uh, hope it's always tough to lose your last game, especially with you being a senior uh, when you know that as far as wearing the East Central jersey is concerned, that's the last time you're going to put it on. How tough was that for you? It was like. It was very, I don't know, it's like it doesn't feel real in the moment. Like I thought, you know, the next day I'm going to go to practice and practice with the team and stuff. But it's it's like bittersweet, I guess everyone says. But just like the past, I don't know, eight years, like playing with the same people, same coaches, like it's, I mean, we we got what we worked for. Like we wish we could have won a regional. But, I mean, three sectionals in a row, that's that's a lot for Mm -hmm. us and, um, Hopefully, ne- hopefully next year they can get the regional. That would be awesome for them, and I'm going to be rooting for them. But well, certainly there's yeah. uh, there's uh, Josie and the, and the other juniors that are coming back. I mean, this East Central team's got a lot of good kids coming back. Yeah, no, I think we can definitely um, definitely get 
the fourth sectional in a row. That would be that's definitely going to be a goal. And then just to get over that regional hump. I mean, I think um, we can really do it. And now that I think everybody on this team is going to have, um, you know, regional experience. Right. Um, all of us were on that floor. Right. Um, I think we're all going to kind of remember um, losing in right. the regional this this season. And and I think we're gonna we're gonna come back next year and really really give the go. Let's see, you said something that 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 really sticks with me you said let's get over the regional hump you know and for years it was let's get over the sectional hump sure. it's no longer the sectional you've taken that next step forward and the expectations are bigger and and you've got a pretty good group back that should be able to make a run at it yeah yeah i really think we do all right well let's let's jump now from uh uh, the regular season and postseason to talk about something that is truly, truly special. Uh, you think about the number of girls basketball players, really, really good basketball players that have come through uh, the Lady Trojan program. Um, and I am sitting here now with two kids that have been named Indiana All-Stars. That is, I mean, that's Kevin, Coach Kevin Moore, two in the same year. Yeah. I mean, you go forever and not get any, and you, you have one to your left and one to your right. You got two all stars sitting beside you. How's that feel? It's all, and they deserve it. And that was a goal. You know, we have meetings before the season started. And that was that was the number one individual goal that I gave them um, because that's something that they will never ever forget. You know, their name is etched in history in terms of not only in East Central but across Indiana girls basketball. And um, to do it in the same year, they deserve that. Um, they've certainly led the way these last three years. You know, they had some complimentary pieces with them and some other really good players, but. They're the reason that we have three sectional championships, and for them to have their banner, or excuse me, their their uh, jersey hung on the wall with uh, Indiana All Star on it, that's something that they can come back and show their kids one day and grandkids. That's that's what's cool to me, and uh-huh. you know, it kind of puts me in a time warp where you, yeah, I think back to watching them as third graders and fourth graders, and they've put in the work and they've showed up in the off season as middle school kids and all the way through the high school and. Here they are, and they've earned it with sweat equity. We talk about it all the time. They've yeah. earned this. Now, the, the 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 jersey thing is always very very cool, and the most uh, you know the biggest accolade that I got as as a player, you know, I, I had my picture hung on a portalette. So <laughs> that's another story for another day. But but I hope with this being your last year and and going into the season, and Coach Moore was as he said, you know, said this is a real possibility that we could have a player or two named an Indiana All Star. Was this something at any point in the in the season? Was it ever something that you thought about? It, well, a lot goes to Coach Moore because at the beginning of the year, it was like, it kind of seemed like far-fetched. And then during the season when I would have like really good games, he was like, keep keep being aggressive, keep doing this, and you'll have a chance to be an Indian All-Star. So he really pushed me when like I didn't think it was possible. And um, ultimately, like coming down to the top 60 workout, like that did a lot for me too. And he... he Coach Moore told me, like, you got to be aggressive. You have to not be afraid to, like, get your own out there. Like, do what you have to do right. to get this honor. you got to so, stand out. Yeah, so a lot of that goes that. I didn't really think it was going to be possible, but, I mean, like, I guess hard work gets you there. So No question. Well, and then some of the, you know, comments that I've heard and the, the old keyboard coaches, if you will, and the message boards yeah. that are saying that, you know, the reason she's on – the team is because I'm going to coach on the team. That's very much anyway. not true. She was a bubble kid going into the top 60 workout, and she was by far one of the top five kids on the court. And the other people involved in the room in terms of the decision-making, they brought her name up well before I even had to. So right. she certainly um, played her way on the team. Oh, that's fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, Josie Trable, congratulations to you as a junior. And, uh, I mean, certainly uh, the, the numbers that you've been able to put up in three years at East Central bear that out. But uh, um, the, do you – 
is is this like the creme de la creme for you, uh, or 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 what? Yeah, no, it, it really doesn't doesn't seem real. I don't I don't really think it, it's hit me yet that mm-hmm. I'm you know junior all star. Um, and I think it is really, really special this year that um, you know the coach Moore's on the coaching staff as well, and then and then Hope also being a senior all star. It's um, you know it's stuff that we've talked about ever since uh, you know I was playing for Coach Moore my freshman right. year, and now you know look at us two years later and and, and we did it. So now it's now uh, I'm trying it because I. I had a list of stuff that went along with that, and it's sitting on the printer of the radio station right now. But I'm trying to I'm trying to play back in my head uh, some some events that are coming up involving the All Stars. Is there a game where the juniors and seniors play against each other? There is, but um, Joe is on the South Six. They will play the Kentucky Juniors. Oh, okay. So there's a core junior group right. that are six, and then they play with the North Six against Hope. Right. And then the South Six play with the core, and they play the Kentucky Juniors. All right. Ask a question to both of you. Josie, I'll start with you this time. What are you most looking forward to about the uh, All-Star experience? Um, I think it'll be really, really cool to just kind of see, you know, get to play with all the um, all the other junior All-Stars across the state, too. You know, um, I don't really don't get to, you know, play against them as much because we're kind of tucked down mm-hmm. um, in the state. But I think it'd just be really, really cool to um, just kind of play with them, and I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and she actually, Coach, brings up something because I've also experienced this as a head coach. Mm-hmm. It's a little tough at times in this little corner of the it world is. right now to, to draw the kind of attention that you need because I hate to say this, but there is there is a little bit of politicalness involved in, in this, and you there have is. to have some other support from, from other coaches in order to get that to get kids from this area on teams like that. Yeah, and, and you know we try our best to go and play games against – teams that are in major media markets if you want to call it that and way the in the area. Yeah. And, and some schools don't like to do that and right. because they don't want to sign two-year deals we have to come down to our neck of the woods so right. it's tough but um you know and and it all kind of goes back to kids that you mentioned it that have played prior to this like yeah. the ally mccool like ally mccool should have been an indiana all-star right. she wasn't because our program wasn't winning sectionals at that time and right. now that our success has kind of led to us getting the notoriety um for our kids, right? You know, th- those kids kind of paved the way as well. Yeah, and and just uh, in in some some way, I can relate to that because when when I was coaching softball, you know, Rising Suns had a very lo- good history of one mm-hmm. A softball, and Alex Drew, the single best softball player that I've ever been around in my life, and she was a second team All Star, and and just looking the numbers on 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 the page, I mean, clearly like top three in the state. I mean, yeah. it wasn't even close, but she didn't have. The backing in order to get sure. that, and unfortunately, Sydney Bostic, my catcher for my last year coach, and she ended up becoming Rising Suns uh, first All Star. So, yeah, there's a lot involved with that, and it's and it's kind of sad in a way that comes by that. But but kudos to you uh, for trying to schedule those other teams and getting places where these kids can be exposed to. And uh, man, it's cool that we got two of them sitting here right yeah. now. So so hope I'm I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Josie. What are you looking forward to most about being an All Star? Um, I think what I'm looking forward to most is one like getting to play one more time like as a high school player and especially as coach Moore as a coach but um kind of like Josie said getting to play with like the best players in Indiana like Indiana has some of the best high school basketball players in the country yeah and just like playing with them um kind of just like representing your school with mm-hmm. um and your community one last time because right. uh, I mean Josie has another year but like for me this is like one of my last time so that in general and um just playing basketball. So. Well, and then the senior aspect of it is you are reporting to Marion on a Tuesday, and you stay all night. 
every night like you're together and that'll be cool for yeah. joe or uh, for, for hope and myself like we'll have that familiarity with one another right um where some, maybe some other kids won't have what she has in terms of having that comfort um but but for her to get an opportunity to play with amaya patterson who's going to uconn and, right you know she's yeah. dunking the basketball and like that that's the stuff that i'm looking forward to for hope and those are some things she'll always remember uh, you're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville, as uh, we're getting ready to wrap things up here uh, with this segment. Um, Hope, since uh, since you're the senior and uh, you will be saying so long to the program, any advice for the kids that are coming back next year? Um, my advice, like for me learning personally, is don't be afraid of the challenges out there. Like, don't be afraid of your goals. Like, if your goals aren't like scaring you like they're not big enough like Great going out like you shouldn't be scared of the moment because i i usually was like coach moore says like sometimes i would shy away from the moment like i wouldn't take that uh game winning shot or be the one with the like spotlight on me and like sometimes i wish i did like kind of take my team on my back more so um just like stepping up in the moment uh always push yourself um just be a good teammate too that's a good one because when things aren't going to go your way you need to have your team with you to support you so being a good teammate being good to each other um and just enjoy it while you have it because it goes by fast all right now now we can have a little bit of fun with coach Moore because you're now done okay Okay, so i want you to tell me what's the best thing about playing for coach Moore, and what was the toughest thing about playing for coach Moore? um the best thing personally that i like about coach Moore is how organized he is like Every game, I went into it knowing, like, we were more prepared. And also just, like, how intense, like, our practices were, like, knowing that our practices were most likely harder than our games. Like, I really enjoyed that, and it just comforted us more. And then, what was the second one? What's What was the toughest you thing about? You forget the second part. What's the toughest? What was the toughest thing about playing for Coach Moore? Um, or we could even have even more fun. What was What was one thing that Coach Moore did that just kind of irked you? Just a little bit? Um, the th- I would say you could just tell, like, you could tell when he was bad. Like, <laughs> like he would sometimes say things, like, not like bad, but like, mm, sure. it was kind of like, you know, kind of doing it on purpose to make you play better. Like, he right. would say things that you he knew would get you going right. to play better like that you found a button to push yeah that yeah. W- that worked for me especially like during halftime he would give me like a speech mm. and like like i think it was the columbus east game like i went out and scored like 20 and a half like he does stuff like that that works so it's like a good and a bad thing i guess so we speak in sarcasm a lot yeah, yeah that's that that's head. what it is it's very sarcastic <laughs> it is very very sarcastic. oh that's fantastic and uh talk about quickly about your your college signing and where you're headed after after track season? Yeah, so this fall I'll be attending Southern Connecticut State, which is Division Two. Um, I just chose it because uh, great fit academically, athletically. Like one of the first schools to recruit me, so I think it'll be cool to like play a different style of basketball out there and do new things. Have a good balance between school and sports. So. Well, we certainly wish you all the best, and also all the best to you in track season. There are two people here that have, have run hurdles. Uh, one of us likes it. One of us does not, and, yeah, uh, uh, but you. still managed to live, to live to tell about it. Josie Trable, um, you know, hope is, hope is signed, and I know you're, you're, you've been drawing some attention as far as uh, you know, what might happen at the next level. You still have a whole other year to put uh, some more games on tape and that sort of thing, but uh, maybe not necessarily getting into specifics, but uh, uh, how does it feel being kind of approached at this point about you know 
and having to think about, you know, what am I going to do after my senior year? Yeah, no, it's definitely something that I think about a lot, um, you know, different opportunities that, that come up, and it's really a lot of work, you know, calling coaches back and, and all this and that, but um, at the end of the day, it's really just an honor, you know, um, mm-hmm. it's it's a good problem to have. Yep. Um, it's it's something that... I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something to be proud about, and um, yeah, I'm definitely proud of it. What are you looking forward to as far as your senior season? Um, yeah, I definitely want to win a sectional, mm-hmm. but I'm... Um, I mean, the the group that I'm playing with this year, we've been together since third grade, um, and I think that's going to be really like senior night. I'm really looking forward to senior night. Yeah, it's um, but no, I I would not trade those teammates for the world, really. Yeah, that's fantastic, Coach. Uh, while I've congratulated mm-hmm. both of them, congratulations to you on being named an assistant to the All Star team. No, I appreciate that a lot. It's uh, I'm, I don't get into coaching for like personal sure. accomplishments, but that that's one that was always kind of like on my list if I had to get an award that right. would be the one right um because you only get it once you like you're not allowed to do it again which is kind of weird but <laughs> at the same time, uh, term limits on assistant yeah, on coaches yeah, that's yeah. interesting i didn't know that existed all right well i learned something tonight well um hope fox josie trable and kevin moore it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show um hope we probably won't ever get to do this again yeah, so i truly won't. wish you all the best thank and, you and josie and, and coach moore we hope to get to talk to you again next year Sounds great. All the best to you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Bryce. We will be back with our final segment right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI. Oh, my. That's a big pretzel. I've heard that a lot lately. See Swison from Ison's Family Pizza. Our new hit menu item is a giant medium pizza-sized pretzel. Pick one up today for $9.99. We also get you covered with our Lenten menu items. Our limited-time codfish wedges, yingling beer-battered shrimp, and the always delicious Pollock Fishogi will hit the spot. Add some deep-fried portobello mushrooms or fries to round out your meal. You can get us at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. We have gig news for your home. Internet up to one gig is now available from Great Plains Communications, a company with over a century of experience providing technology to homes and businesses across Indiana and beyond. Stream the latest entertainment without lag or buffering. Upload and download large files in no time. Connect to online gaming networks. Contact us today at 888-343-8014 for gpcom.com. Speeds and availability may vary by location. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI.
Back for a final time here at Ison's Family Pizza. Been a great show. Really appreciate uh, Coach Clint Bowman of Jackson Dell coming down to do kind of a season wrap. What a what an incredible season his Eagles had, and again, uh, getting to the state final four before falling to a very very good North Davies team, and then also an outstanding team in their own right. Coach Kevin Moore of East Central, the girls team, uh, senior Hope Fox and junior Josie Trable, a couple of Indiana All Stars and an Indiana All Star coach. That is uh, that is just fantastic, and we. Uh, congratulate the Lady Trojans on all of their successes this season as well. So uh, before we go, we want to say thank you to the sponsors, of course, our hosts here at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Gehrings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns Gutswiller, and Safe Passage. Big thanks to uh, Jeff Smerdell back at the uh, studio for engineering our Coach's Corner show tonight. We look forward to uh, Doing it again next Monday at 6 o'clock right here on Country 103.9 WRBI. It has been a pleasure to be with you today. I'm Bryce Kendrick. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 noon to take you through your afternoon. Until then, you have a good evening. Talk to you soon. So long for now.